Welcome everyone to the Sunday edition of the God Minute. I'm Father Michael. Beloved of God, today is the 21st Sunday in Ordinary Time. So let's take a moment to just quiet our hearts and place ourselves in the presence of the Lord as we reflect upon the gospel for this Sunday, which is taken from the sixth chapter of John's gospel, verses 60 to 69. This is the conclusion of that chapter. Many of Jesus' disciples who were listening said, this saying is hard. Who can accept it? Since Jesus knew that his disciples were murmuring about this, he said to them, does this shock you? What if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life, while the flesh is of no avail. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. But there are some of you who do not believe. Jesus knew from the beginning the ones who would not believe and the one who would betray him. And he said to them, For this reason I have told you that no one comes to the Father unless it is granted him by my Father. As a result of this, many of his disciples returned to their former way of life and no longer accompanied him. Jesus then turned to the twelve and said to them, Do you also want to leave? Simon Peter answered him, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy One of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. A kindergarten teacher was um, observing her classroom of children while they drew. She would occasionally walk around to see each one's artwork. As she went by Grace's desk, who was working diligently, she asked what she was drawing. Grace replied, I'm drawing God. The teacher paused and said, Grace, no one knows what God looks like. And without missing a beat, Grace spoke up and said, They will in a minute. <laughs> I love that. The confidence and the faith of the innocent is without end. And it should be an inspiration to us. You know, as we conclude this sixth chapter of John's Gospel, we find that the disciples of Jesus are in disbelief and they find the words that he speaks all too difficult to accept as he shares with them that he is the bread of life come down from heaven and that those who eat his flesh will have eternal life and that no one will come to the Father unless through him. Honestly, wouldn't you find this difficult to believe if you didn't have the faith that you have today and the knowledge that you have regarding Jesus and the Eucharist? I think I would. 
You know, when many of Jesus' disciples returned to their former way of life, after Jesus confronted them with their belief of him and his words, or lack thereof, Jesus then turns to the 12 apostles and asks them, do you also want to leave? When they hear the blessed response of Simon Peter, Master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and we're convinced that you are the Holy One of God. Wow. Wow. What a joy it would have been to be there in that moment. I really believe that this response of Simon Peter is uh, one of the most profound statements of faith that we hear in all of the gospel. This statement of faith comes from one who knows Jesus, who spent time with him, who has built a relationship, one who trusts in Jesus because he has seen what he has done. Lord, to whom should we go? Who else is there? Who else can give us what we need completely, lovingly, mercifully, blessedly, Has this ever crossed your mind? You know, in our current times, we um, know that the reality of uh, the growing chaos in our society um, causes us to have to reflect on this kind of a question and how we're supposed to respond to it. In the midst of all of what our world is experiencing these days and all of the things that seem to be occupying our day-to-day life. Why aren't more individuals following the Lord? Like some of those early disciples, do they find the message of Jesus too difficult to follow? Do they find his words too difficult to believe in? How can anyone who's ever heard a scripture passage or experienced the presence of the Lord not turn to him for the answers they seek? instead of blaming him for the answers that he's giving. Many years ago, when I was just uh, starting out my adult life and trying to take better responsibility for for my financial uh, well-being rather than relying on my parents, I made a huge mistake. I decided to apply for a credit card. It seemed like the perfect way to establish credit and pay for things over time. At least that's what everybody told me. Well, as many of you know, once you get one credit card, you receive dozens of applications for other credit cards. Before I knew it, I was able to buy things I didn't even need due to my plastic money. Of course, I thought these things would fill any void I felt in my life. After all, I had given up a lot to be a priest. Why shouldn't I treat myself occasionally with things I didn't need? Well, lo and behold, before long, I was in debt up to my eyeballs. I knew something had to change. So I took this to my spiritual director, and he said to me at the time, Here's what you need to do. You need to cut up those credit cards, consolidate your debt, and move forward. 
but not without reflecting on this particular gospel passage, the one that we heard today. Like those disciples, I found my spiritual director's words all too difficult to hear. How was I supposed to go on and afford things? There it is. Things. The stuff that was occupying my life and distracting me away from what I really needed. Namely, a better relationship with the Lord and relying more on Him for all that I genuinely needed. Not just stuff I wanted. From that day forward, I began what I lovingly refer to as the detoxing of my life and a new life in the Lord. I cut up every credit card and I began slowly and methodically to get out of debt. A debt I never could afford to begin with. I realized it was a long journey. And to this day, I'm still trying to simplify my life and rid myself of things I don't need. You know, if I haven't used it in a while, out it goes. Just the other day, I was cleaning out my closet again. And actively, I participate in this endeavor whenever I'm feeling things have gotten too cluttered around me. In my present living accommodations, the closet is my storage area as well as the place for my clothes. I ended up taking several boxes of clothes, shoes, and stuff to give away to the needy. And guess what? While I was doing this, I found something. Yep. It was the bag of cut-up credit cards. The constant reminder for me where that old road had taken me away from my journey on relying on Christ. You know, I'm constantly reminded by St. Peter when he makes the statement saying, there's no better place to be than with Jesus. To whom shall we go? And then he says, you have the words of eternal life. He identifies for us the effectiveness of Jesus' teachings and the blessings we experience in having a relationship with Jesus, which leads us to eternal life. Peter goes on to make a statement of faith. We've come to believe and are convinced because of the amount of time that we've spent with you, because of the time that we've taken to get to know you, experiencing you, that you are the Holy One of God. <clears throat> Perhaps that last part of his statement is a response to that former question Jesus asks his disciples, who do people say that I am? You're the Holy One of God. They know Jesus is the Holy One of God. And so do I. And honestly, so do you. I hope that this reflection today is encouragement for all of us to remain in the Lord, to remove the clutter in our life. No matter what our human crisis, difficulty, change, or struggles that happen to us on a regular basis, we have to remain in the Lord. Like the disciples who remained, we too must remain faithful to the Lord always. After all, if we don't cling to him, we will never know him fully. 
And if we don't know him fully and depend on him, how will others ever come to know him? May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God bless you, beloved of God. Do take good care of yourself and one another, and we'll see you tomorrow.